right, all right, all right. CHGO Bears After Dark. This one, I'm telling you, if you're tuned in right now, as you are, Torian, good to see you, my friend. We are going to have some fun tonight taking you up to Mitch Trubisky versus the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> Let's go, Mitch. I'm yeah. fired up. Mitch Trubisky versus the we are brought to you by PointsBet. Download the PointsBet app today. Sign up with the code CHGO. Seriously, if you haven't done this yet, what are you, what are you waiting for? Get that done. Two risk-free bets for $2,000. Put that money down. Make yourself some dough. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yes, we thank, to, we thank you to our friends at PointsBet. If you've got a gambling problem, 1-800-GAMBLER. For crisis counseling, you know these guys. Think uh, the Bulls podcast. I'm so happy that you're hanging out here, dude. Hey, you, we're just returning the favor, Carm. You yeah. came and did a show with uh, us earlier. So, but the favor was when you had me on, and so now, now oh. you're like that's just the double favor. Oh. You like that, Big Dave? Come, well on, come on, come on, come on, well done. come on, come on. Well done. Come on. It's a professional here. Yes. Yeah. Well done. So we uh, we've got Corey Wooten coming in at around 7:15. Yes. Wooten's going to be joining us. Adam Ho's going to be with us at 6:45. So and we'll be hanging out 7:30. Whatnot? Peck is battling through today. I'm I'm impressed. He's uh, hanging in battles. there. He, he, I mean, before like an hour ago, it was coffee. Now we're going alcohol. <laughs> caffeine we, and alcohol is how he battles. We we, we, we drink it's uh, the witching hour yes. when you switch from caffeine to booze. Yeah, yeah. We, after dark, <laughs> it's after dark. We have we have cocktails and, and, and we hang out. Yes. Uh, but to, to start the show, we're going to our White Sox pod and our gambling expert. Here comes Sean. Double, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's. That's right. Clap it up. Let's. Let's. We're here. To, we're here to make some money, baby. Let's. Let's. What up, Sean? I got you. Look at look. And I are constantly always on heaters, so we are going to give you the best bets possible. Yes. Yeah. And by the way, if you're not watching CHGO bets, do your life better. Come on in, hang out, yeah. enjoy your day. You like money? And and and, mm-hmm. and 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 hopefully we're making you a couple dollars. He does it? So uh, what do we got here with uh, a four-point spread tonight? Are we playing tonight's game? What do, what do we like here, Sean? Well, I, I mean, I was told we're playing tonight. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm betting every single night, Carm. Okay. So uh, okay. we are called degenerates on this show. Hey. Um, and degenerates are always signing into their points bet accounts. But if you're signing in from 12 to 1 p.m. Central Time, you might be getting free bets. Oh. Um, and there was a free bet today given out by points bet for a free same-game parlay bet for tonight's game. So I do have a same game parlay for you. If you also had that free bet, I'm going to take Steelers plus six and a half and mm. then under uh, Nick Chubb, 90, uh, 95 and a half uh, yards from scrimmage. Mm. I think that Chubb struggled a bit in his last couple outings against uh, Pittsburgh. And I think if they get down, they're probably going to look to throw. It's going to be an ugly game. So I'm not sure if there's going to be a lot of yards in general. Um, so I'll just go Chubb under and uh, Steelers plus six and a half. That's at plus 160. Um, so two dollars wins you about 320. Do the line move a lot on this game? Uh, well, I, I picked my own spread there. So right now it's at plus four and a half. Um, so oh, if you want if you want to go with what it is right now, it's plus four and a half. Kevin Stefanski has only covered uh, one spread in his entire AFC North career. He is one and 11 versus the spread uh, against the AFC North. My guy Cody uh, just told me that. So uh, yeah, yeah, I, but, I think, but what about yeah. when he's playing against Mitchell Trubisky, Sean? <laughs> he is never. I for sure took the Browns to cover four and a half. <laughs> uh, Cody was talking me into the Steelers money line. So I'm against you uh, tonight, Pekka. Well, but Kevin mm, I never learned my lesson Trubisky. listening to Cody on Monday Night Football this week. <laughs> never again. What did he pick? And then he listened again. He's, so, he's listening again, Cody. Don't worry about it. He's doing it. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong, but the line that I care about tonight is the Mitchell Trubisky lines. Okay. He, it, the over/under on interceptions is is at a half. I 
Got to be honest, I like the over. Yeah, uh, duh. Yeah, and, and, right? <laughs> and the, 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 the over-under on passing touchdowns is also a half. So people are like, it's 50-50 that he's going to get one damn touchdown. I'm taking the over. <laughs> Mitch, Mitch, you are finding the end zone tonight. Come on, Mitch. You can, I don't even do. I, I, I really like Najee Harris in this game. Uh, I was looking at the lines earlier, and then I just looked at them before. Uh, Mitch's passing yards were at 190 and a half. They're already down to 185 and a half. Um, so if you want to take the over on 185 and a half, it's at minus 115. But even when Roethlisberger has faced off against the Browns when they've had you know some decent quarterback, and this yeah. is a late career Ben Roethlisberger, yeah. um, he's still barely struggling to get over to 175 yards. So the Steelers usually just don't pass a ton against the Browns. So I like Najee Harris. 91 rushing yards in his first game against the Browns. 188 rushing yards in his last game against Damn. the Browns. He broke eight tackles in that last game last year. Um, he had a big game in week one as well. So I think he's going to probably have a big game. And I, I like the Steelers in this one. If they're keeping it close, I trust Mike Tomlin well uh, over uh, Kevin Stefanski because the, the quarterback kind of is a, is a toss-up here. What's going on? Just, just to interject and show you what's going on the other side of these cameras. Cody, your CHO best partner, is freaking out about Coastal Carolina over there. <laughs> because Georgia the man... Are, hey, that's, Georgia likes State's a hot team to bet. To lay some bets. <laughs> Do you have one favorite oh, Trubisky bet? 13 and a half for the rushing yards? Uh, I don't know. Mitch is always, I mean, that's kind of was even the big complaint with the Bears uh, and Mitch sad. was yes. just that he wasn't running a ton. I, I would just say bet under Trubisky uh, 185 and a half uh, passing yards or bet that interception prop. Uh, I think he's probably due for an interception. Um, so I would just go negative betting on Trubisky. I don't think he has a good game. I think this is going to be an un, a game that's under 40 points as well. Um, so I don't think either team are going to be able to find offense. So I think it's just going to be ugly all around Carm. So uh, probably no highlights for Mitch Trubisky in this game, which Damn. seems like you're looking yeah. For some, I, I well, I, I want to have a Trubisky conversation, so I'm looking for something here. Okay. What but, kind of conversation, though? I mean, there's it's a boring one, I think. No, at this no, point, he it, sucks. No, no, you, you cannot, no, 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 you cannot say that any conversation about Mitch is boring. Bears fans will always have <laughs> Trubisky either on their heart or mm. somewhere where they'll just they want to kill him. But I, but I, but I put out, I put out the power tweet today, and Sean, I know you got to go do White Sox here, but I put out the power tweet. Are you, are you rooting for Mitch? Yes, he's a good dude. No, it makes the Bears look incredibly stupid. Or C is indifferent. And I thought it was, I thought that indifferent was going to carry the day. Mm -hmm. Indifferent didn't carry the day. People, it, it rooting for Mitch. Yeah. People I mean, rooting for Mitch was the winner of that poll. Yes. Wow. In in my raise your hand if you voted rooting against Mitch because it's hilarious. <laughs> because it's on brand for you. That's the difference. Well, man. duh. Yeah. He's bad at football, and it's not our problem anymore. Of course, root against him. I tell you how much I like Mitch. I drafted him in my fantasy draft. Oh, you wrong? did I not. Did. Dave, I did. I did. See, I drafted and, him. And Carm, those I'm are the. I'm 2 But don't listen to that. These are the two sports fans right yes. here in Chicago. The one that just wants any guy that has ever had a connection to Chicago to succeed, well, and the one guy that uh, has burned him <laughs> to just have the worst career possible. No, no, no. That's no, no, no. Don't put me in that category. <laughs> That's not true at all. I just thought he would have I, a I, solid year. I, I love. I loved your Chicago accent with the Justin Fields thing that you guys did. <laughs> And, and if Mitch throws for three touchdowns and interceptions, you're going to be having hearing that. All, all, oh my God! Can't ever forget the end in Trubisky. No, you got to have that. He's the one. Six touchdowns. We saw it. Oh, Lord. We should have given up more moving up from three to two. Just because he... 
It's, from the powerhouse it, of North Carolina. Yeah, right. It was, a, it was a great idea. Let's take the guy 8-5 and five who lost his bowl game over the dude who went 28-2. and two. This is his first season. The, literally, Mitch replaced a guy that went like 10-3. and three. Right, Like, Marquise right, Williams exactly. was right, a better right, quarterback right. at North Carolina. Exactly. And everyone was like, ah, oh, let's Mitch go yeah, Trubisky. But, but, Roll but, out. But <laughs> Carm Bears fans, 134 votes. My 134 favorite people in Chicago that voted on this poll – 69.4%. Yes, Mitch is a good dude rooting for him. 3%. No bad look for the Bears. 27.6. Indifferent. So you're in the 3%. Sh- we're, <laughs> I'm in the 3%. You, so you're the 3%. But here's, here's the thing. I read that poll of yours, and I wanted to vote no, but then I didn't agree with the because reason on the no. Yeah. Uh, Not because it makes the Bears look bad if Mitch looks good, thus uh, root against Mitch. Oh, you think I Root against it. Mitch because Stacks it's funny. Just, yeah. Okay. Stack the deck on you. No, right. no, it's so you, you would have wrote it. No, it's funny when he sucks. Right, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Not because it makes the Bears look the, bad. The bit the, is that the Mitch, Bears yeah. do a fine enough job on that on their own. They don't need help <laughs> from Mitch. Could you imagine if Ryan Leaf, like seven years into his career, oh, just imagine like started being uh, good? Like it wouldn't be funny. Like no, he's the biggest bust in NFL history, and it's that's true. funny. It's true. Um, and it's you know uh, that now that's funny. I should have consulted Pat. I don't want to. I should have consulted you, man. I want to say no. It's hysterical when he sucks. It makes it makes me feel good. Yeah. I'm indifferent. I, okay. I cannot care okay. less. Nothing about the Bears matters. It's I'm, okay. I'm a Bears nihilist. I agree with that. Sean, do you have to go? I feel like we're keeping you. I think so, but yeah. uh, it was nice hanging out with you guys. Good My guy Dave you, Watson. Hey, Thanks, uh, Sean. C-H-P-O Betts. David. David Watson. Do all... Do all do all your damn betting with points, bet. Do and, it, and, and and you know, let's just go self promotion here. Follow it. at the Carm on Twitter. Hey. Vote, vote in the poll. Let's let let's take this to two hundred and fifty votes by by yeah. game time. Why not? Yeah, and by the way, if you're in the chat tonight, you are getting named. We want to talk to every single person. You want to jump to the front of the line, hit the super chat, but we're, we're naming every one of you. T. Crane, 69.3%. I see you with the sunglasses. You're feeling it. Charlie <laughs> Ruby. Dave probably going to grab Marty Legend for fantasy basketball. Maddie Legend. Maddie, Maddie, Maddie Legend. Oh, oh. You will not be smirched the name of the great Matt Thomas, sir. The greatest three-point shooter I don't think they in allow, the world. I don't think they allow write-in draft picks in football. Oh, <laughs> Perfect quarterback ever. Greatest Wait, three-point shooter in the world. Are you is, are you a legit Matt Thomas fan? Matty Legend, baby. <laughs> no. Matty no. Legend. All right, he is the one, the greatest three-point shooter in the world. The uh, numbers have been done. Right. Go look it at that. Go look at the header on and his it has tornadoed out of control. <laughs> I, I hate it. I, I was waiting for the first off the rail, and you you took us there with oh, with, yeah. with Maddie uh, there, Ch- Charlie Ruby. I love you, buddy. So <laughs> uh, let me hold on. Yes. Obscure bad Chicago athletes that you love. Hit that up in the chat for a second. Mm. And, and who else do you got other than a Maddie Legend? First of all, he's not bad. Oh, he's past terrible. 13 um, years, he's the greatest three-point shooter in the world. Okay. The analytics have been done. Okay. You will not it's, it's say a, a single bad thing about Judd thing. Bushler in front of me. It's a thing. You love you Love, love me some Judd. Yeah, oh. he did love The man Judd. has three rings, y'all. He does. He does. And that is obscure. Granville Waiters. Ooh. Somebody I love. Did you love Granville? Yeah, because he always looked like he was 65 on the floor. You know, just he was had bu- the, the sunroof. He was going on. He was bald at Ohio State. Yes, yes, yes. Which is a weird. I'm guessing that nobody in the chat who's watching right now can get that reference. Right, but, right. But but I saw. I, I swear I saw Granville play at Old McGall Hall, which was w- b- b- before Welsh Ryan Arena. I mean, we're talking long ago history here, Northwestern basketball. Let's go, Cats! Go. Mm. Shout out to you, Paul Kennedy. Uh, Granville. Granville. I, 
So I got a picture with Granville once at a at a Bulls picture day. Like they used to have picture days. Okay. And you would you'd go to the stadium like this. We're talking like 1988, roughly yeah, 87, right. maybe. And you they would they bring you in from uh, onto the floor. Okay. And so I go, I go up to Granville, mm -hmm. and I'm like. You know, I got nothing to say. He's, it's great. It's great. It's waiters. I'm 10. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. So I just look at him and I, and I said, Granville, mm -hmm. you're pretty tall. That's what I said. And Granville looked at me and said, you're pretty short. And then we took our picture and that was my moment with Granville. That is the moment, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. Let's, let's see here. Is anybody that wait? That is the moment. Yes, it is. Odd Chicago bench guys fans of. Oh, Adrian Peterson. The Bears version the, is the, what? definitely great Rob special Wallace. teams player. Great special teams. I remember player for when Adrian ran out of bounds. Mm. No, I'm sorry. That was uh, Mar that was Marion Barber. That was Marion Barber. Yes, it was. R.I.P. I, I don't want to say this because you know how much it bugs me. Uh oh. But I can't believe you haven't said Ryan Null yet, Nate. I was waiting <laughs> to get there. That's my other one for you. You love Ryan Null. Ryan Null, the man, dog. How could you not love a white running back is all I'm asking you right now. Ryan Null was the guy. Preseason legend, Ryan Null. Every time in the preseason, he would break off a big old run. I would go crazy, and Matt hated it <laughs> every second. I got a cameo from Ryan Null. I mean, it's it's got to be sweet for Ryan Nall when the black guy on the on the, on the Chicago Bears is Come shouting on. out like that's my like that's my guy, that's my guy. That's my guy. I you love you, Ryan Nall, and that's like my man's right there. Li literally, nobody has ever loved Ryan. His, <laughs> no, the, the Nall family is like this dude's not good. They've never the they've never been to a game, Carm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Who's Lyle? Who's Lyle, <laughs> Lyle Moton? What's the name? Are you Lyle Mouton? Lyle, Lyle Mouton. Mouton? I'm, I'm not familiar with him. L Lyle Mouton is, is so a it's Chicago. Not just me. Okay. He's before all of our time, except yeah, for that's Carmen. that's Caramiro right there. That's okay. the, number 28. Your Chicago White Sox. Uh, Hawk Harrelson yes. would say it phenomenally. Uh, Lyle Mouton. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Lyle Mouton is a that is that is that's yeah. what I'm looking for. Really off the See, board. My man philosophy knows what Ryan Nall is a preseason legend. He is a preseason legend. No, man. I think the PS All there right. stands for public school. <laughs> Ryan Nall is a public school legend. It got him to the league, baby. Got him to the league. I'll show you the cameo he did because I had him talk about Ph Matt in there too. Philosophy, you got to clarify if it's public school or preseason because I'm with. I'm with Peck that it's public school. I, I, thought public it was, school. I thought it was PlayStation. I thought it was PlayStation. Who's playing with Ryan Nall? That's what I was about to say. Who's playing with Ryan Nall? And, and, not, and Ryan not even Null. Madden. He's like a legend on, Just, like, you know, God of War right. or something. <laughs> on the headsets. Back, that's real crazy. Backyard football. That's my man, dog. Shout out Ryan Nall, baby. Shout out. Anybody got Ryan Nall jersey, send it to me. What? <laughs> that, that. Ryan Nall doesn't have a Ryan Nall jersey. He's got several. That's my header right there, by the way. You see the numbers retired. Now look at the one on the end. Oh my God, that's that's good. That's good. Who did Joey you, made that for me? Who did you X out? Was there who's next to Pippen on the right? Is there I think we. There? I think I just. I actually no, think it was a a Photoshop, a Photoshop that had Derek Rose's one retired. There are yeah. only four. Yeah, it's only yeah, four. It's, okay. Love, and Jerry Sloan, MJ, and Scotty. Oh, and Krause, and Krause is Krause. hanging up Krause there now. I forgot Which, about that. 
by the way, when we go to the mountaintop here at CHGO and, I, and I'm starting making the huge money, we're all making the enormous dough and I have right. enough money to buy the bulls, that's the first thing I'm going to do is take down that banner of, of the GM. <laughs> Just let that be <laughs> that GM. That Can GM. we maybe replace it with a Phil Jackson banner? No, Can we do that? Phil's up there. I'm leaving Phil alone. Jerry's coming down. <laughs> Anybody got a problem with that on the show? No, I want to put the statue outside. That'll be the first thing I do. You, MJ outside? Yeah, I want the statue outside. It's more, it looks more so like more, a national land. So more, more people can see it. Correct. Yes, Correct. yes. I, I, I and those those bitter cold Chicago nights when yes. you're walking up to the UC for a Bulls game, mm-hmm. and he belongs out there. Yeah, man. In the ice. We the got snow. the official answer. It's practice squad. Oh, uh, practice, practice squad. squad. I'll take that too. He is a practice squad legend. He's there. Yeah. He's Rudy. Speaking, speaking of uh, practice squad legends, I, I feel like uh, we should bring in Adam Hogue. That's a weird, yeah. it's a weird transition. Yeah, it's, it's a great our, transition. Our starting quarterback. How's hey. that? My bad. Adam Hogue, ladies Adam and Hogue. gentlemen. Hogue. First of all, I'm shocked that you guys are talking basketball. <laughs> Barely. I'm just shocked by it. And, and let me give you the ultimate, uh, I don't know if you call it practice squad training camp hero, Harvey Unga. Okay, you guys remember Harvey Unga? Mm-hmm. Missed that back on me. The name rings a bell. Oh, but yeah. Google I'm going to need some more context. Is that a U-N-G-A? So, so we to, yeah, we used to joke that Harvey Unga just lived in Bourbon A. Like, he just had an apartment there, and then, like, every year during training camp, he'd, like, come out and, and be in the tr- – you know, in practice, and then he would go away for the uh, rest of the season. Was he a fullback? William Harvey Unga is a former American so. football fullback is, and yeah. current running backs coach for BYU. Oh. Drafted by the Bears in the seventh round, 2010. This is according to Wikipedia. We believe you, Wikipedia. Love you. I've actually even <laughs> contributed to Wikipedia. I'm the one guy that sees that warning that you're going to go away and actually believes that Wikipedia is going to die. <laughs> yeah. I won't be able to but read. But that warning is not about, like, oh, we need you to type something up. They want money, Carl. Yes, they, but they, they say something thing in there that this might not last forever <laughs> and, and and i want i want you to last forever wikipedia unga declared for the nfl supplemental no. draft july 15 2010 and then on september 22 22 uh-huh. adam hogue was gonna bring him up that should be in his <laughs> wikipedia dude you know who's wikipedia? His wikipedia you should look at matt thomas's wikipedia page like oh, ser- I'm, I'm serious oh, when i say this don't, don't think i'm not go, going there go there and, and i will show you what to read on there man his <laughs> is legendary i didn't do it either man. I, I was about to say because <laughs> you wrote it, it. You I clearly wrote it. it. Now scroll down. Just yeah. scroll on down. Okay, scrolling down on, let you read on Matt Thomas. Hogue, for the record, I tried to talk football, but Big Dave's making me talk hoops <laughs> against no, my no, will, no. which I love. No, 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 no. Up, 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 up. Recruitment. Okay, yep. Read that. Recruitment of Matt Thomas. An outstanding scorer. Thomas was considered False. one of the best shooters of the class of 2013. False. And one of the best players from Wisconsin. A consensus top 100 national recruit. Thomas was ranked number 51 by ESPN. Do I need to keep on going? Keep going. Number 54 by Ross. And number one Bye. by Dennis Bug Bite Bond. And what did he say? Citing him as, quote, the best prospect since LeBron James. <laughs> A shoe in for the Bulls qualifying offer. And that did you put that in there? I didn't put this in there. I didn't do this. And, Keep going. And number 58 by Scout.com yeah. in the first national ranking. Who do you compare him to? Important to note that Bond said that he would be surprised if Thomas wasn't better than bam, 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 Michael Jordan. <laughs> 
said he has the athleticism of a prime D Rose, the handles of Kyrie, and the three-point shooting of Pat Morrissey. What? Yes. I didn't do this. this is I all didn't do this. Being this is clearly all a joke. I swear to you I didn't do this. Being highly sought after, uh, Thomas eventually chose... Iowa State, that's when yes. it got back to people, something that was actually People said nice written. things about Mitch Trubisky, too, before he yeah, hit the NFL. That, that he'd be better than Jordan? Sure, yeah. Why, why sure. didn't he go to Wisconsin? I, I mean, he just went where his heart sent him. Hell? <laughs> Wisconsin's not even listed on the schools of, nope. of choice there. What are we doing there? <laughs> He's a legend. My great guard? Who are we recruiting? I like watching. Look at Adam's brain right now. Adam's brain <laughs> it's is like, I'm what? Look, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm just mad. Oh, man. He's it, like, what? <laughs> J- J- hey, hey Hoke, Josh Jay in the comments, that was the running joke that Unga lived in Kankakee County. Uh, do you get that reference at all? Because I'm not sure what he's going with, but Josh Jay's got a Kankakee County on Unga. Mm. No, that's what I was saying. Like he just he showed up in Bourbon every year. Like after, like they he wasn't even on oh. the team anymore. But okay, I get it. Walk, now. Thank you. you. Be there. You know what I mean? Like they'd be like, "Oh yeah, Harvey's back." Little little slow over here. It's on me. I, it's no no problem. That won't be the first time this happens. Unga. Oh look at it! Look Calm at down. it! Calm down, down Joey. Joey. I love Joey so much. Look at this man. Uh, that's quick turn right there. One of his nicknames is Mister Ninety Nine. Because he had a 99% efficient field goal percentage. Adam Carm, do you guys understand that I deal with this every day? <laughs> every <laughs> fucking day. And it's it's alright, I gotta deal with Carm every day. <laughs> I love you. Hey, did you vote on my poll? And if you did, what would you say? Mitch Trubisky is being evaluated week to week if he stays with the Steelers. Uh, if, if he will stay as the Steelers QB. Wondering if Bears fans are rooting for Mitch to succeed. A was yes, Mitch is a good dude. B is no bad look for the Bears. C is indifferent. Where are you at, Hogue? So, so no, because if he's good for the Steelers, it's a bad look for the Bears. Yeah, That's but let me let me do what no no what Matt Peck would have said, which is no. I it's hysterical when he sucks. <laughs> which you oh, only have to- okay. Yeah, that. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm rooting for Mitch. I don't know why. I think it's because I made a prediction that he was going to be a starter in the NFL once again, which I guess technically already came true, but I, I just kind of want to be more right about it, if that makes sense. So, like, at least give me six games. And then after six games, you can bench him and do whatever you want with him. I don't think that Kenny Pickett's going to be any better, though. Like, that, there's that problem, too, especially as a rookie. Yeah. No, I completely agree with that, man. Like, I just want to see Mitch do have one game. That's all I honestly want to see. I just want to see him have one game where he looks legitimately like a real NFL quarterback. And I can say, you know what? I'm proud of you. You did it. All right. Yeah. You did something great. Like, that's all I really want from him, man. I think, I think you'll get one from him. And then after that, like Adam said, like he'll go to the bench. They'll put in the, the rookie and we'll go from there. My, see, my bro- to Peck's point, though, it's kind of, I don't know if it's funny, but like he's literally reliving his rookie year right now, but as Mike Lennon. Yeah. That's the best part. Because of everybody day. wants Pickett to play. They don't want him to play. <laughs> and whether or not Pickett's ready, it's just putting Mitch in a position where everyone's rooting for him to fail. Except for me, apparently. I'm Team Mitch. Let's go. Well, <laughs> we can name like Team Mitch, Team Mitch people in Chicago who wanted to succeed. Mike North might be leading the charge. Okay. David Ooh. Kaplan is in there. Yes. Oh, Cap is definitely in Cap there. Cap is there for sure. Who else is in there? Mm. 
Is that it? It's, is a, it it's, a, it's a small club. Ryan Pace. Ryan Pace is in that okay. club for sure. <laughs> the founding member. Do you? So Pace is in there, but but Nagy's not. Nagy's for sure not. Nagy's not no. in there. No. No. I no feel way. like and, and Hogue, you, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I always got the impression that Matt Nagy hated Mitch Trubisky and did not believe in him. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I still, I still believe that he liked them when he took the job. He just quickly realized that he was his opinion was wrong, and then he was kind of stuck with them. And so maybe then I don't know if it ever. Be, see, here's the thing: Mitch was hard. I don't know that anyone inside the walls of House Hall actually ever hated Mitch because he really was a good teammate and. He, he was like somebody you wanted to root for. It's just eventually they had to come to terms, I think, in 2019 that it just really wasn't working, and that's it was too bad. Do we think that when Nagy was being interviewed by Ryan Pace, and Pace is like, what do you think of uh, this guy Mitch Trubisky? And he was just like, he just flat lied. I love him. I get Just to get the job? Just to get the gig. Yeah, I can believe that. that would no, because I – there, really? I'm, I'm thinking back to my own reporting here a little bit, guys. He he liked Mitch coming out of North Carolina. He just liked Mahomes more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and, and so it, it, his own scouting report of Mitch Trubisky, because they have the quarterback's coach in on those, they're, they're involved in, in looking at those players, mm-hmm. was generally positive. It just wasn't to the level that that entire organization like Mahomes, which was obviously the correct evaluation. Yeah, I don't see how you hate the guy that got you the Coach of the Year award. He was a starting quarterback when you were there. Oh, yeah, he, he just busted out Coach of the Year. He what? That's what he got. I mean, Pro Bowl alternate Mitch Trubisky got you that, sir. And to the playoff, he was that was him. Twelve and four. Let me interject. Right now he's not a defensive guy. We so do. I'm not uh, say the deep. It was the schemes that he was running in those little nice plays he was running. We do yeah. have our that first uh, super chat. It's a thing. It Sup- happened. Big what? Dave, please make the super chat noise. Thank you. <laughs> so, Whoa, Tony Booth. Who throws for more yards week three, Mitch or Justin Fields? See you guys at the wow. tailgate. Hashtag oh, bear down. Wow. Love that. Oh, that's sweet that See you're you at the tailgate, Tony. baby. Appreciate Love that. you. And for um, those who don't know, and I'm guessing most of you do, but just in case you don't, 8 a.m. Sunday, Michigan and Roosevelt. We've got all the food. We've got all the drink. We've got all the personality. Hey. But most importantly, we just want to hang out with you. Honestly, you guys are going to be the star of this uh, tailgate. So, yeah. uh, you know, we're, we are we are just it's it's one big happy family, and you're a part of it. So yeah. let's let's go. Come hang out with baby. us. Come, come on, um, and uh, yeah, it's going to be a uh, a whole lot of fun on Sunday. To Tony's morning. question, I'm going to go with option C, Chase Daniel, uh, <laughs> as far as who, who throws more <laughs> passing yards between Mitch and Justin. We three. Dude. I mean, it's like you could feel good about Justin being the answer if Mitch Mitch sets a really low bar yeah. in an hour. Uh, yeah, I, I'm going Justin on this one, guys. I just I think. Tonight's not going to be the prettiest of football right. games offensively. You're going into Cleveland, night game. They got a good defense. You know, Mitch might get that Justin Fields treatment he got last year uh, in Cleveland. And, uh, and and I actually, I'm kind of bullish on the Bears putting up some points against the Texans on Sunday. So, I'm going to go with Fields. So, me too. No, I agree. Come on, like, like please come through on Sunday, this week three, Let's not wait any longer. Have yourself a game. I I can't. Were you out there today, by the way, Adam Hogue at Bears yeah. practice? 
Yep. Yeah. Okay. So, and I, I went yesterday, and, and Fields talked to the media at the podium, but this is the first time that I've been to open locker room. So I, I literally have, have had no feel for his personality other than what we see up there. Yeah. And so I got to see him behind closed doors, you know, and, and just, in his, just being like a normal dude. And I, it was like, oh, my God. This dude is normal. Yeah. He's just and he's and he's young. Yeah. Like yeah. he he is a young, normal, athletic, mm-hmm. smart, talented Big. quarterback who's trying to figure it out. And like he's it made it made me want to it's actually made me want to root for him more to see him like mm. that. I don't know mm. if you have, have you had your moment with Fields yet, Hogue? Where you're uh I don't know, it's been very limited because you know they drafted he's him during been, right. COVID and this was you know, a, this was a rare thing. I mean, he he was you know talking off the cuff about you know the comments that he made and 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 and, and his and speaking at the podium and mm-hmm. you know damage control or whatever. And he was it was just this normal guy. I'm like, okay, uh, hey Justin, just what just so you know, just like I did with with Derek and uh, other like you you are in the club of dudes I'm rooting for right now. Mm-hmm. Like I I I hate I hated the Rose narrative. Yeah. Uh, and I and I if if people start going to fields, I'm gonna hate that too. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm, I'm bad. Yeah, just to your point, though, I have noticed, and this has only been a couple weeks, like, since locker room opened, um, but he's in there. You know, like, back in the Jay Cutler days, Cuddy might take one pass through at some point because he, you know, he wanted to get, you know, take the shortcut to the bathroom or something. But otherwise, he didn't hang out in the locker room when the media were in there. Um, Mitch's time in there was also limited when the media was in there. And I did notice uh, last week, I think the week before that, Justin was in there and not like hiding. Um, and for whatever that's worse, now that may, that may change over time. I think we also got to realize that a lot of these, basically you're talking about the last three years worth of players were drafted when there weren't. So basically anybody who's a third year pro or under has never dealt with open locker room yet, which is crazy to think yeah. about. Yeah. And that's a huge portion of the bears roster because the roster's so young. Mm-hmm. So, like, they probably haven't figured out the ins and outs of hiding from us yet. And I guess if Justin has to talk to Carm, he'll probably figure it out by next week. <laughs> <laughs> I went right up to him, and, I, you know, I just told him my opinion on what was said. I'm like, dude, you know, I, I basically just said, like, I, I don't think you should have had to apologize for anything. And, Zero. And I, I, get, I, get, I get why. And he, whoa, 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 whoa. Monday you went after him. No, I did not. <laughs> How did I go after him? To rem- I, that that was not me. <laughs> he said it wasn't me. I he swear it wasn't shaggy. me. Hey, <laughs> Wait, what did I? That video we did with Casey, you were like, "Don't ever go after the fans." No, no, no. I did. I need to see the tape on that. I would not have said that. I, I, I might have said it's a bad strategy. Are you lying right now? Are you trying to put me in the corner? I didn't. I, I might have said it's a bad I strategy. I certainly didn't say don't Santa, go after Santa, the fans. Sam Adams there, Adam. Dragon Fields on the sofa. Wasn't was me. me. <laughs> No, Carm denied. I did deny, not. Deny, I, deny. I, I did not do that. I need. I need. Okay. Look at look at whole face. <laughs> I'm just saying, like Casey might want to go delete that video now. To, to oh, okay. There's. This, <laughs> oh man. Oh man. This, this okay. is a good play by Hogue because right. I'm legitimately worried about what I said <laughs> which I, that, I, that I definitely didn't say. So so that that's a good job. Uh, hey, uh, Adam, before, you know, you got a little more time, actually, and Corey Wooden's coming up at 7.15. Mm-hmm. We're hanging out. Good to see everybody in the chat. Trash Binsky. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> that's a tough Who's one. going with trans? Well, oh, that's, that, that's new now. New new. 
that, that's that's a little aggressive. Okay, so hurtful. By, and by the way, my brother is emailing me. Who's better, Trubisky or Fields? Hey, who's better? But brother Dave, Justin Damn Fields. Who's bet like in football? Who's better? Yes, that's what he's asking. What? You, have, you have a brother named Dave? Yes, I have, I, I do. I have a brother named Dave, and all of my friends call him Brother Dave. He does. That's kind of amazing. Kind of spooky. I'm in wonderful you, company right now. Is your brother Dave older or younger than you? Let's get let's get into the family. Older mm. than me by five years. Oh, okay, so my brother Dave is older than me by plus twenty. Oh snap! Yeah. All right. Same same situation. I mean, I was not a planned entity. Let's all get to know each other really well right now. <laughs> let's, let's let's let's. This is this is bears after dark. Everything's on the table. What Cheers. A what a pleasant surprise to the universe, Carm was. Right. <laughs> That's debatable, but I I, I am happy to be I, here. Thank you very I much. That was implied as soon as you said he was twenty years older than you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was, yeah. It was in there. Who is who? New, new. Who are you saying? No, it's not Carm. The guy stinks. Who stinks? I, you can you clarify? Am I? I think he's talking about Trash Binsky. Uh, oh, when you said that that was a step too far. Yeah. Calling him Trash Binsky. Okay. Yes. Uh, also, uh, just not a very clever. Nickname. I mean, Trash Binsky. Do better. Like, trash Bin. Like, Trash Binsky. It's, oh, it's hey, okay. I didn't even put that part. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, I, new, I didn't new. either, honestly. I don't disagree with you. Dude can't play. No. Uh, I, that, not, that doesn't mean I'm not rooting for him. In a, but I'm not really. I actually, in my own. This is, in my you, this own, is what you did with Justin Fields this week, too. No, Here I didn't. Uh, yeah. In my own. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's I, I'll say this. And this is. Sideways, too. Yes, sir. I had a very hard time rooting for him when he was in the uniform. Because mm. it was just, it was painful. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was painful. Like, you could have had Mahomes. You could have had Watson. <sighs> you guys are complete me. idiots. And, and you want, it, it, that's, I, think it's a, I think it's fair to call yeah. it. That pick was completely and utterly idiotic. Right. I'll tell you what was wild was I remember, and I, and I said this to you when we were off camera. How I was reading the tweet of Mitch talking about calling plays, and he was saying, "Oh, I don't call audibles. Like that comes from the sideline. I don't call the audibles." And I, for real, looked at it and thought that it was from when he was here. I thought it was a mistake. <laughs> I was like, "Wait, what?" Like, no, because I remember he couldn't call audibles here either. When he, I was like, "You still can't do that? Like, you haven't gotten to that level where?" Right. No, let's check, check, you, check. You're, like, you're, you ain't you're five, that. franchise three, still has training still, wheels. Still got the training wheels on, bro? Right, like, right. No, so like, we, I think we, I, we named it then, and we can name it now, and Mitch is gone, so he's, and he's now watching the show. Mitch was dumb. He, 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 he was. He just he could not, and, and, and I was clued into his level of processing and or intelligence when you would listen to him in his press conferences he mm -hmm. talked a zillion miles an hour mm -hmm. none of it made any sense mm -hmm. and he could not like at that point in time and I know things have gone incredibly sideways with Deshaun Watson but there was that one moment with Watson at that time where somebody asked him a question and he was like well how much football do you know? He's like, I don't mean it like that. And then he's like, okay, well, here. And then he did this detailed description of what was going on. And I'm sitting yeah. there like, okay, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. But, <laughs> right. but, but, but that, that is you know who else didn't know what he was talking about? <laughs> Mr. Trubisky. Like, that's a dude who's able to articulate what he saw, which, by the way, Justin Fields can do the same thing, which is one of the reasons to be optimistic on Fields. Yeah. But Mitch could... Mitch could never do that. Al, he's not watching. Mitch, no. is, Mitch is playing football did tonight. You, did you ever see Mitch on uh, the QB camp that John Gruden has? Yes. I never watched. Okay, so Mitch had a yeah. scene where when he walks in the room, immediately John Gruden tells him, no, give me a hard count 
on three, on three, and, and he does it, and he sits there like, yeah, I did it. And Gruden's like, no, that's not it. <laughs> that is not how you yeah. do it. And I said, wait, this the dude we drafted? <laughs> oh, my God, no. No. But, but those 12 games at UNC days, <laughs> yeah, oh that, that, that reservation with Jim McMahon's name, that, oh. Pace loved that and his, Pace and his camera. Loved, my friend had a great – he said Pace loved him because Pace saw himself in Mitch Trubisky. I, that's why he drafted Mitch. He well, saw him. Which, which – so that's another whole part of it, which we don't need to go down that road. But people after dark. people don't want to well, – that's after dark. People don't <laughs> want to – they do not want to name their – uh, unconscious biases that everyone has that you have to that an, an evolved human being can see that bias oh I like Trubisky more than I like these two guys who look a little bit different than me and play different than I am yeah. so this is the dude that feels more comfortable to me so if an evolved person would be like you know I, I do feel more comfortable here but maybe I need to open up to what is in this case reality right. and I just think I don't think it was like I don't want to draft a black quarterback, but I, I do think it was like he just he this is the, this yeah. is this is this is his comfort zone. He, he related it. to this dude, you know, driving that you know what was he, that Toyota whatever or, he was you know, driving like a Ford Taurus or yeah, whatever it was. whatever it was. He, he related to all of that and loved every second of that, and he just really saw and, himself. And people get bent sideways on that, but but look, if Trubisky was Watson, if he was twenty eight and two, and Watson <laughs> oh was Trubisky, yeah, is there any like just just process that for a yeah. second is there any chance that Watson would have been picked third overall no. slash two second overall trading up like there no. is a zero percent no, chance never. And, and I'm not going to put this just on pace because Mitch was ranked higher right no no, than no. on a lot of things right you know what I'm saying? like on a lot of polls he was right. ranked as the best quarterback in that draft one right. season of eight and five in North Carolina <laughs> was ranked the best quarterback of the draft so yeah take that for what it's worth right there but uh, yeah, tough times, tough times. Uh, we, we can move from that. Hey, uh, are you looking forward to Bucks and Packers, Adam Hogue? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think I, I'm still not totally convinced that the Packers are the top team in the division right now. I mean, it, until they're dethroned from that, we got to consider them that. But I guess my point is, you know, just bouncing back against the Bears on Sunday night, I don't think proves that. I still think that they have um, some issues that they got to work through, and – they don't play well against the Bucks usually. And Todd Bowles usually has some answers for Aaron Rodgers. So this is, I think, a big test for them with no wide receivers. Uh, I shouldn't say no wide receivers, but really, I mean, come on. They don't really have great weapons in Green Bay. And so I think that I, I like the Bucks in this game, to be honest with you. And the Bucks are also missing Mike Evans because he is suspended for a game. And I think it's interesting because the NFL's vice president of rules and policy administration is John Runyon Sr. His wow. son, John Runyon Jr., plays for the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> and so this was the dude who was in charge of figuring out whether or not Evans should be suspended for getting in a brawl with Saints cornerback. Well, not even... Uh, just helping out right. in a scuffle and running over at Saints cornerback Marshawn Lattimore, which I'm not saying that he suspended the dude so his son could win, but that's just not a great look for the league. That's all I'm saying. That's yeah, I mean, a little bit of conflict of interest there, but I got to be yeah. honest with you. Like Evans and Lattimore, they've been through this before. It's not the first time Evans has been suspended. Um, honestly, I was surprised he didn't get more. So. Mm. 
you know, just because of the just because of the history here, and just because it's you know the it's it, a suspension wasn't surprising here. I guess is the point I'm trying to make. So I don't think it was. You know, if this was something where ninety percent of the world was like he shouldn't have been suspended, then then maybe there'd be credence to that conspiracy theory. But I, I think John Runyon Senior can separate that from the fact that oh, his son's playing time. in the game. Yeah, I'm this gonna, is more fun though, Adam. He, yeah, I'm gonna, yeah I know, t- I know. <laughs> I'm gonna have a hard time drumming up controversy on this one because yeah. Hoag's Hoag's right. But I do think <clears throat> the dad, the son's on the team, and the dad's like suspended. Right. And 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 by but the way, I, just, I do agree that like maybe the NFL should have somebody else who could step in in this situation <laughs> and, and make that decision. It's that is a little weird. Little you, Packers, Bucks, Rogers. Can we just Rogers Brady? Root for a drone strike and be done with it. <laughs> oh, wow. You're, you're tired of both of them. Get oh, him, get oh, him out. Oh, we about to go down this road? Let's go. Out. Let's go. Here we go. Let's do this. Let's no, do that's this. all I have to say. No, it ain't. Rodgers oh, versus Brady, oh. I'm rooting for a drone strike. Who, who are you more bothered by? Yes. Oh. Um, <laughs> I mean, Rodgers because, you know, he and Brady both douchebag pieces of shit. <laughs> But God, I love Rodgers is, is a douchebag piece of shit who's also in a Packers jersey and has tormented me for more than a decade. <laughs> so Rodgers bugs me a little bit more. The best. Which, which which part of the douchery for Brady are we are we dialing up here? Oh, we're going. Let's do this. Like on, the man. like the the Mister Perfect with the perfect smile and the supermodel wife and all that. Oh, him being and great. Then, yeah, so yeah. that's just mm-hmm. a high mm-hmm. accomplishment the, level. Yeah. The MJ comparisons and mm-hmm. all of that nonsense. Oh, yeah, there's no okay. comparison there. And, yeah. uh, uh-huh. I mean, come on. He's he's buddy buddy with forty five. So, 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 like, no. get him out of here. <laughs> I, 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 get, I, get him out of here. I got it. You know, he, he's too he, per, he's too perfect. That so too he, perfect. Yes, yeah, too yeah. perfect. He's got w- it all. Which and he shouldn't. And Matt hates it. So so this and and Adam, I, you can you can. I think it's time for you to do what you do and, and Hoagland on Thursday night. So uh, <laughs> we love you, buddy. Uh, which is usually change diapers and. Cook some food and do some laundry and maybe catch the fourth quarter of the game. Yeah. Go to, go to your favorite sushi spot in Vernon Hills for a pickup. I feel like that's a Thursday night thing, Ooh. perhaps. Well, yeah. You, you caught me on the one Thursday where we were celebrating a birthday last, mm. last week. Yeah. <laughs> he said Brown Steelers. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, I mean, uh, I'm going to try to watch. I got Virginia Tech West Virginia on right now. Oh, okay. All right. It's 3-0. It's not very exciting. But. Not very. If, if you're looking for some advice on some live in-game bets, I'm sure Cody's got a few, pick, a few picks for you. <laughs> yeah, got keep you betting down. Kirk Cousins on Monday night. Great logic there. <laughs> woof. 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 That was oh, the man. only reason, literally the only reason why I went with the Eagles on Monday night. I was like, oh, Kirk Cousins on Monday night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not playing the Bears? Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Eagles lock. Cody. Adam, see you, see you Sunday at eight o'clock at the tailgate. I know you're going to be the first one there. Yeah, behind Braggs. Uh, def- definitely won't be the first, but I will be there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll see you then, brother. Appreciate oh, you. Baby. Bye, Adam. H O G E Hog 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 Hog. We're going to bring Corey Wooten in in a second here, but first off, I got to slow myself down because I've looked at this a million times. Breathe, breathe, breathe. Take it on in. Breathing, and it helps. You know, when you breathe. As, as Peck is spilling on himself mm-hmm. beautifully. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Green Ridge Farm. Oh, oh yes. Perfect. 
is so delicious uh-huh. and so amazing, and is it, it the the meat, the cheese, the company. They're bringing you the better all-natural option, uh, makers of the all-natural deli meat. We all had it in here. Peck crushed it. Um, (laughs) I I don't remember. What what does this email say? Read it out loud. Your order has arrived. (laughs) From Green Ridge Farm. That's right. I mean, it was. So my doorstep right now. I'm telling you. We talked about it on the show. Let's wrap this up. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, I am am incentivized. They are are one of our sponsors, but straight delicious. Perfect. Delicious is delicious. Tailgating, happy hour, school lunches, the meat sticks come in chicken black forest beef you got the jalapeno cheddar which was amazing spicy mm. chili right now by the way just like peck did you can order three meat products at greenridgefarm.com and they will include a pack of meat sticks in your cart those meat, meat sticks stick. of course are free use that code chgo mm-hmm. at checkout simply natural meat you're eating healthy uh f- incredible family that put this uh company together Green Ridge Farm, it's awesome. Yes. All right, a uh, Corey Wooten, I believe we're going back to back from Hogue to Wooten, one of the great moves oh. in the history hey. of Bears After Dark. What's up, fellas? What's up? What's up? How y'all doing? Yes, sir. Woot, did you hear what Peck said? He he, he hates both Rodgers and Farr. Uh, Rodgers and Farr. Rodgers and Brady. Oh yeah, add him to the list. Yeah, we, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Man. We, you know, they're, they're arguably two, two of the greatest quarterbacks ever play. Um, you know, uh, I, I have nothing but respect for those guys because on the field, man, they are they're absolutely uh, beasts to play against. But I've always said this. Man, Answer I word. Think, <laughs> I, I think people are more scared to play Rodgers than they are uh, uh, Tom Brady, for sure. Well, they're gonna lose well, on one of them. I know do. they're gonna lose. On. Well, that that that's a that's a hot take right there. That you think that people no. are more scared to play Rodgers than Brady over a full yes, I, I, sixty minutes, or like I, I think right now more afraid of Rodgers if it's like he's got the ball down a score and forty ticks on the clock because Brady doesn't really have that part of his game in him anymore at this stage of his career. But I don't know. Maybe that's not what you meant. So I, I think I think when it talks about like having to prepare for him right when he can get outside the pocket and whatnot i think right. people really you know because he's one of the, he's one of the best stepping up in that b gap or going around that defensive left side and then completing bombs out there so he always kept you up at night like pay, playing tom brady i feel mm-hmm. like you feel like if you could just keep him in that pocket and contain right. him like you feel like you can get at home you know get your hands up uh you know press the coverage up a little bit more but I feel like, you know, Aaron Rodgers, I mean, his skill set is so unique. You know, he could he could do it on the run. His completion percentage is actually better outside of the pocket. So, I mean, both both of those guys are, are, are goats in their own right. And obviously Brady because of the rings. But I, I think, honestly, if you had Aaron Rodgers in that Patriots team, shoot, he might have won 10. <laughs> honestly. Ooh, let me add, but doesn't that add from two – like how great Brady is. Like you're like, I know what he's about to do. I know how to keep him. I know to keep him in the pocket. I know how to handle him. And he's still going out there and delivering over and over and over again. It, it is impressive because when they count him down and out, especially when he went over to, to the Bucks, everyone said, oh, well, he's for the Patriots system. Let's see how he'll do here. And then he balls out against it. But I think Belichick put him in, in a great position to succeed. And I look a lot like, as a young quarterback, he had such a great system, sure. you know, to help him develop in the confidence. Because when Brady was coming out, he was a six-round draft pick. You know, yeah. everyone kind of predicted him as a career backup, to be honest with you. But I think 
you know, Belichick in that system, it, it, it helps those quarterbacks out. Look at Jimmy Garoppolo, mm-hmm. Matt Castle, Jacoby Brissett, right? They've all played well in that system. And that's what I'm hoping the Bears could do with Justin Fields, right? Put him in a great system, you know, script for success for him. Get him the confidence because once that confidence is up there, now Brady can play for anybody, you know? Uh, different guys around the league can play for anybody once they get their confidence up. So that's what I'm hoping Luke Getze will do. Um, last week, I just didn't understand why he abandoned the plan after after that first drive. That, that just baffled me. Let's get to that in one second, but let me read a couple chats here. First of all, Billy Enforcey who I saw on Twitter this week. You're awesome. How do the Wildcats do on Saturday? Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> hey, Carm, they got to win, all right? If, if not, I'm going to have to go up to uh, Evanston. All right? And, and people are going to have to tuck in their chain because I'm going to be Debo. Right I'll tell you that. <laughs> I mean... I mean, cats are, hey, lo- cats are losing. Cats are losing to Duke at SIU at home. Woo, that ain't good. Woo, giving a speech and, and helping them out. No, no, no. We're better than that, right? You can't lose to a one double school. I'm sorry. You know, I'm cool with the Duke loss, but you yeah. cannot lose to the Salukis. All right. I'm sorry. I, I, I know they 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 bring their lunch pail or whatever. No, you cannot lose to one of those. I, I'm I'm not cool with the Duke loss. I don't get how Duke has Northwestern's number. We're not, but yes, I I I love the cat fan coming in, Billy. Uh, Go and, Cats! Yeah, Go and, cats. And, and and losing yes. to uh, a team that was got a pep talk from Mark Silverman, who uh, <laughs> Sylvie, we, we, Sylvie, we love you, but that that's just embarrassing. It it just is. Uh, renewable and rechargeable Wildcats in the house. Charlie, I hate Favre the most, especially after his most recent scandal. Mm. Uh, I'll, I'll bring up that uncomfortable topic for a second. That dude should, you, Brett Favre, Nothing like robbing from the poor <laughs> right. and giving to the rich, right. yep. which is yourself. <laughs> and, and nothing like text saying, is the media going to find this out? Knowing full well what you were doing, Brett Favre deserves to do jail time. I'm not. Yeah. He doesn't need to go forever, but there should be some. No, there should be some time. What, what about we just make him line up next to uh, next to Corey one more time? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How's that yeah. for yeah, a punishment? The last time we were talking about that, Carl. That's right. They said, you know, Corey's got to sack him once a week for the rest of his life. <laughs> I dig that, <laughs> and we and we still appreciate that very much. And we thank you. We thank you for your. Service. This is the first time we've thank gotten a chance much. to chat, Corey. Yeah. Yes. Seriously, thank you. Thank one you. of the greatest <laughs> things I've ever watched in my Chicago ah, sports fan life. Absolutely life. right. Absolutely right. You know, you know, the Chicago fan basically loves it, man, because the yeah. bar uh, terrorized you guys for years. So, uh, yeah, he wasn't he wasn't in a Packer uniform. He was right. in Minnesota, but, hey, you know. Didn't matter. That was a Hate great day. Because he won the NFC North. Hester broke the record. Yep. My first sack against him. So, it was a, it was a great day uh, for Bears fans, Bears players. Uh, yeah, it was a great day. And the weather wasn't fun either. <laughs> No, <laughs> cold, cold as ice. In the ground with as hard as ice, man. Right. Hey, hey, Wu, what's your read on the Vikings? They beat Green Bay, they kill them at home, and then they go and get smoked by the Eagles. Uh, you know, on Monday night, whatever, Kirk Cousins sucks on Monday night, but maybe there's more to it than that. Mm. This is classic Kirk Cousins, right? He comes out and he has a couple games here or there when they don't pressure him. But as soon as you get pressure in his face, he, he struggles. Like from the time we played him when he was in Washington, same thing. He's a lot like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, right? When, when he's not mm. pressured, he feels good back there and he's able to complete every throw. He has a great arm, great reads. But then when you're breathing down his neck, you know, he throws Aaron throws, you know, he kind of takes sacks. So I think that's the recipe to stop Kirk Cousins. And, you know, everyone's saying, well, the Vikings are the front runner. And I was like, nah, I think Green Bay, you know, because every year they always find a way. But I know in that first game, you know, against uh, Green Bay and the Vikings, 
Aaron Rodgers never plays good at, at the Vikings home. He never does. You know, it's it's a hostile place to play, so they usually split. But um, yeah, Kirk Cousins, in my opinion, I think he's a talented quarterback. But once the pressure gets him, he kind of really reveals himself. Hey, Wood, are you surprised that Dalvin Cook hasn't gotten it going yet for the Vikes? Yeah, I, I have been surprised. You know, I, th I thought, uh, you know, early on in that first game, he looked pretty good. Um, but I think they were a little bit pass happy. And especially coming out in the game against the Eagles, you know, I thought they would get the running game going. Uh, haven't been able to thus far. But that's what happens. A lot of times when you make a team one dimensional um, and, and put the pressure on their quarterback, there's, there's very few quarterbacks in this league that can live up to that. Yeah. Hey, uh, just another reminder for our tailgate coming up. We are going to have the cornhole rolling, courtesy of oh. Chi Town Cornhole, the number one cornhole provider for Chicagoland and <laughs> Illinois since 2007. Woot has games, supposedly. I'm not exactly sure. Big Dave, you got no, it? No, I'm just laughing at the rage coming off here because I was told earlier on the show when we were doing uh, CHGO Bulls by this man over here, to never ever call it cornhole. Oh. It is not called and that. You know, said it's called that. Shout yes. out to Chi Town Cornhole who made us those amazing custom um, CHO set of lights. But how are you called Chi Town Cornhole? Because if you are from Chicago, you don't call it cornhole. I'm sorry. It's bags. Oh, Only man. people yeah. in Midwest that call it cornhole are like flyover Midwest people. Because you can't it's call it Chicago, Chicago and we bags. call it bags, right. damn it. So, so so this is, guys, this is going to be a, a pet conversation with Chi-Town Cornhole slash Thanks <laughs> for bags. the bags. Yeah. Uh, their bags. signature <laughs> box, by the way, can be digitally printed, <laughs> covered in vinyl. Maybe there'll be a bags edition on there and painted. Uh, they're they're veteran-owned and operated. Veteran, they're packed. Yeah. Veteran. They, 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 they can ship them anywhere, by the way, so you... They are really amazing looking, man. They are amazing. Like, if you're seriously. going, if you're going global, then you know maybe you're not as as bothered as Peck is right now. <laughs> Corporate designs for your companies like marketing, social event, wedding gifts. Send it down to Woot for uh, whatever Woot does when when he's watching his Wildcats and getting angry. Uh oh, I see it. No, there it is. <laughs> I see it. Carm doesn't even have the flip. He Carm's like in between. If he's I, I under do. Or I, over. I, I, you, I, you, you, I, dang, you dangle too much. The Carm well, dangles too much. Let's let, 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 let me see your form, Pack. What do you got? What you got? Pack's the one. Here Mark we go. Doing a chair, but yeah. Uh -oh, oh, he got wow, to stand yes. up. He got so to I show like, you all. Like. Luke. He got to show it. Hold on. Come on, step to the side. All right, here we go. Ugh. Oh, oh wow! That, he, is he bowling? He, he, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whoa, but he, dude, he just he did the three step. But to be fair, yeah. Woody is not a, anyone who throws bags flat-footed is just wrong and hurting themselves in their game. <laughs> or, or you're a former NFL lineman. <laughs> I, I, I do it that way. I do take a step, but okay. I mean, I listen. I, I, I got to see that, Carm. Next time we're in the studio, man, I got to see it because I'm, I'm really doubting your bag skills, bro. Dave, I really Dave and I were trying to play today in the studio. But They're too loud. It was yeah. deemed to be too loud by the people that were trying to do yeah, real yeah, work. When it, when it hits, yeah, yeah. underneath, they're probably yeah. over there. Hey, no, guys, no. keep it down. No, no, no worry. Don't worry about any of that. We'll, we'll, we'll take, we'll take him downstairs next time you're here. We'll, we'll get a, we'll get a power, power game going on in the alley. I'm, oh, I'm man, dang, come on, all right. I I'm mean, serious. I like this. Why, why not? And listen, Woot's challenging and doesn't buy my form, and I'm gonna show him in, in real time what I, what I can do, right or wrong. Uh, by the way, no score, Cleveland and Pittsburgh. If you're not watching and, and watching us, and Mitch is an early uh, one for two for 13 yards. Boom! Wow. Boom. Better than I would have guessed. Let's go, baby. <laughs>
Let's go. Big Bad, Big Bad Mitch uh, hasn't put any points on the board yet. Hey, Wood, you think that Justin gets it going on Sunday, or are you, or are you, are you nervous about it? No, I, I think he will, you know, because I think Luke Getze is looking at that tape, and, and he really did him a disservice, to be honest with you. They, they run the ball down the Packers' throat. You know, he had a one good pass play set up by the play action. Then they have that, that naked where he's one-on-one on Rashawn Gary, one-on-one, uh, hits him to the sideline, gets in the t- touchdown. And then all of a sudden, gun run, gun run, gun run, four three and outs. And then I'm, I'm like pulling my hair out. I'm like, this was working. And as a former defensive lineman, it's so hard when teams are going 21 personnel against you, right? Or 22 with two tight ends and a fullback as well. Because you know it's smash mouth football. And then trying to rush the passer is even hard off that. So I thought, oh, you have the perfect recipe. You're getting the run game going. And then you can work the play action off it. But what do we do? No, we go to gun run. We try to get too cute. As a classic example of an offensive coordinator in this league getting too cute. And it happens all the time. You look at what Shanahan did in that first game. He tried to get too cute. He tried to work the pass and all this stuff. Listen, don't. <laughs> what is working, continue with it. And then when they stop it, do something off that. So I don't understand, like, week, it, week in and week out, coordinators always do this. And, and I just don't understand. Well, can I say I just love your too cute shimmy that you got right there, man? It's pretty smooth, bro. I'm feeling that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. You know, I got the shoulders right here. You yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, what, what did you guys think about that? It's the play calling. I just I just couldn't understand it. You know? Yeah, it, it was strange. Because, um, like you said, after that first series, I was like, oh, wow, when they scored, I'm like, mm-hmm. wow, they, they mixed it up nicely. They, they look like they understood what he does well. And even, you know, on the score, you know, you let him get outside the pocket and, you know, use his athleticism. And then after that, everything just kind of changed. And when you got to that fourth quarter, it was like run, 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 run. And, and even though you were having success, uh, part of that success is because the Packers are like, well, we're not worried about the run. Go ahead and run the clock. It's fine. It's yeah. no issue for us. Go ahead and do that. So, yeah, man, I, I didn't get that part. He's not – what the stat I just – he has 28 attempts. In, in two games. It's ugly. And they're, every team in the NFL has at least 28 completions, completions. Yeah. in two games. That's wild. You know what I mean? So, yeah, he, he's got to throw it more, man. You got to – at some point, you have to trust him. Like, you got to. Yeah, uh, well, you I, look at what Green Bay had. Uh, real quick, Carm. Yeah, so, yeah. Green Bay had the perfect philosophy, right? They were going to run the ball, right? And, and obviously, they have arguably one of the greatest quarterbacks. They could have passed the ball just to pass the ball, but they were like, why, why even need to do that, right? Aaron Rodgers like, that was what the defense was giving us. That was working. And I only had, you know, 25 uh, pass attempts. But it was what it was. We took what the defense gave you. That's that's why I don't understand why the Bears didn't do the same because Justin Fields could have had a similar stat line to Aaron Rodgers, you know, 19 to 25. Because you got to think about it, how much uh, clock they burned on that first drive. And then, again, in the in the third quarter when they, when they drove down the field eight or nine minutes using, utilizing that run. So the time possession game was lost just because the Bears had so many three and outs in that in that first half. So I, I just didn't understand because it sets everything else up. It, it wears down the opposing defense and then it softens the, the passing game because then guys are in the eyes in the backfield, you know, the defensive backs and whatnot. So, yeah, it's 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 unfortunate because I think Justin Fields could have had a, a pretty good game, you know, set up off that run. But he failed to do that. And they also, I mean, all those consecutive three and outs had, uh, you know, drives that started with a penalty on first down or a play that went nowhere on first down. Mm-hmm. So then they're always all of a sudden looking at these second and third down situations with somewhere between 10 and 20 yards to go. 
and the playbook shrinks yeah. immensely yeah. when you're putting that when you're putting yourself in that situation every down. Yeah. Exactly. You had to get ahead of the downs, especially with, with the running game. You know, you know, Montgomery at least is getting four yards a pop usually. Right. So then you set yourself up in a in a third and manageable, you know, and not not a third and 10, third and 12 because of these penalties. Hey, Getsy, just the one thing I wanted to clarify that was at least moderately interesting to hear. He said he called 19 pass plays of, of the 42 and that the way it turned out, is you know field scrambling whatnot it it was it got to 11 Mm -hmm. so it's going to be different on Sunday yeah I would be beyond shocked despite the fact by the way that the Texans give up a ton of yards on the ground so but they are not gonna do that again ever certainly not Sunday (laughs) I mean I I'm I'm, I'm I'm hoping that I'm hoping that stick what works right the the two two, uh, tight ends one tight end a fullback I think that's really hard to defend, you know, and, and Lovey's defense is trying to figure things out. You know, they don't have the personnel uh, exactly for a Tampa too. You know, I know they got Jerry Hughes. He's used to being a three, four rush linebacker. So I think they can exploit them in, in the running game, especially he's an undersized defensive end in this Tampa, in Tampa two defense. So I would run at him. I would target him. You know, he's a great pass rusher, but I think he's undersized in the run game. Yeah. Hey, Wood, I want to talk a little bit about rivalries tonight before we get out of here and just and, and guys that you absolutely hated but maybe could say something nice about uh, or not. Who who did you despise the most when you were playing college and or pro? Oh, man. Uh, so when I was when I was in uh, college, uh, we played against this tackle um, from Chicago. His name. Uh, he went to Michigan State. Uh, Roland Martin. Big old dude, man. Um, I don't know. I don't know if you ever heard of him, but I, I seen him a couple times out in Chicago, right? And uh, w- when I was a younger guy, he was a junior and senior, and I just remember the whole game he would just be calling my name like Wooden, like the whole game, and I just get so mad. I try to, I try to like bull rush him, and this dude was like three thirty, three forty, and I was like early on in my career, so I didn't really have a bull rush like that. I just remember that guy being the most annoying and. I literally just tried to rush him and just stick my stick my hand in his face mask and pull it. Like I, I was just so irritated the whole game because he was just calling my name. Uh, he's actually a super nice guy off the field after the game, you know, right. linking up with him years down the road. But in college, I, I really, really despised him for that. And then probably a guy I didn't have that much experience going against, but R- Richie Incognito, man, you, you just see him on film and during the games. And you're like, th- that's one of those guys that like, everything extra like extra 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 like doing the most all the time grabbing your face mask grabbing your jersey from behind like all all the stuff and then everyone would just get so irritated i don't know if you remember um really surprising to hear that incognito was a dirty player i mean like (laughs) caught me totally off guard with that one who who was that guy that played for the texans uh was it was it antonio smith he was a defensive lineman when him and Incognito got into it and his helmet fell off and they were throwing punches at each other and all that. But that's really what guys want to do. And obviously you got to, you got to control your temper, but man, he's one of those guys that like gets on your nerves. And you, our, our coach Rod Marinelli told us every time before he played him, like, listen, he's going to try to do all the extra stuff. Just go back to the huddle. I'll talk to the refs if it happens because we don't want to get a, a, you know, 15 yard unsportsmanlike penalty. Cause that's what he tries to do. He tries to bait you to do it. And they always see the second guy. They never see the first guy doing it. He was a nine-year vet at that point, just going back in time. It was 2013. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
and then he 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 forgave him after the fact, which he didn't necessarily <laughs> need to do, uh, which actually just makes me think 2013. I go back to my favorite quarterback in Chicago Bear history outside of Jim McMahon, and that's right. I'm talking about Josh McCown. Mm. Um, <laughs> I thought you were going to say Jay Cutler. <laughs> I, I did, too. I was yeah, bracing. I am, right I am not saying – I'm new. No. <laughs> hey, but, like, there was a, there was a piece. Uh, Dan Pompey does a great job uh, covering football. That he thinks that McCown could go straight from player to, to head coach. I don't know how well you knew him, Woot, but does that compute to you what you knew of Josh McCown? You're nodding your head, so maybe you, you do have a take on this. Yeah, probably one of my favorite guys I play with, like real mm -hmm. down-to-earth wow. guy, a, a great leader out there. You know, I, I, I honestly think um, if, if he had a little bit more talent football-wise and nothing to take away from him, I, I just think he was one of those guys that was a leader. But if he, if he had a little more skill – throwing the ball and some of these things, I feel like he could he could have been a, a real force in this league just because of his leadership, his athleticism. I mean, it's unbelievable. Have you ever seen the guy play basketball? I mean, guys windmilling, like hmm. 360s, like serious, serious athleticism, like unbelievable. Like YouTube it when, you, when we get off this. You're going to be like, oh, my God. Josh McCown is, is one of the best athletes I've ever played with. But, you know, guys rallied around him. You know, I think they, they respected him. And, and even when Jay got hurt, he came in and everyone's kind of looking to him. Because, you know, no, no, no offense to Jay Cutler by any means, but everyone kind of knows he wasn't, he wasn't what you'd call like a typical leader. You know, he wasn't the guy that you're looking to on, you know, fourth and five that's going to give you this pep talk and say, we need to get this first down or we're going to drive down and score. That wasn't Jay Cutler. But Josh McCown was that type, you know, and it was it's great to play with him. And I think he could be, oh, here we go. Pulling it up. Let's see it. Okay. Let's see a dunk. We need to see some of these dunks because he was dunking a few times. Yeah, here we go. Ah. Okay. You see? The the little double clutch. Look at him. He. Look at that in the alley. White chocolate. Okay. Look at that man. He he got some kills, man. <laughs> yeah, but but there, there's a reason why he played for so long, right? Like his his ability to come into a situation, you know, be be able to lead the team to, to victory, you know, when the starters out, um, and the guys trusted him, coaches, uh, you know, and, and he was such a great mentor, you know, for quarterbacks. Like him and Jay Cutler had a good relationship. He always telling about the coverages, what to look for, and I, I think that can for sure translate to him being a head coach. You know, you look at some guys and in the NBA that have done that went from, you know, playing to, to coaching right away. So it'd be, be good to, to see him do that because I think he could help out some of these young quarterbacks because he, he understands. And, and uh, you know, a lot of these young quarterbacks in, in the league need, need a guy like Josh McCown to mentor him, you know, to be honest with you. I don't know. Mitch might be beyond his help. I don't know if you guys saw, but <laughs> yeah, I saw Steelers hey, were set up with incredible okay. field position after a blocked punt. And Mitch did absolutely nothing with that field position. And Went they, three and out, and they missed the field goal. Missed the field goal. Yeah, it's hot. Mitch oh, needs man. a mentor, you guys. <laughs> hey, well, I, yeah. I was I was seeing uh, earlier a couple of days ago uh, Devin Hester uh, being a finalist uh, for the Hall of Fame. Man, what was it like to sit there and watch this dude on the sideline perform? Man, it it, it was unbelievable. Uh, so so my first two years, I played mostly special teams. Right, I was I was in the rotation a little bit defensively, but. I had to be on special teams to get on the field, right? So I was on punt return, I was on kickoff, kickoff return, and it used to be so much fun. I was telling I was telling Carm and Hogue that I used to be, um, you know, on punt return, and I'd, I'd go against the best cover guy inside, right? It'd be usually a linebacker, uh, safety, something like that. And my job was to hold them up at the line of scrimmage. 
So that way he, they couldn't cover, uh, you know, Devin Hester. So I would just, I would just be in there and I'm six, seven, two ninety, and I'm going against a linebacker that's, you know, six, one, two forty, and he'll, he'll outrun me all day, but snatch him up inside and just hold him at the line of scrimmage. You know, it used to be the best thing in the world. Like, like manhandle somebody to the point where they can't even go anywhere down the field. So Hester loved to have me on, on the punt return. Cause he say, I want wood out there. You know, even when I started playing defense my third year, because he's like, yo, he, he takes out the best defender, but his explosion, his ability to find the lane, he just had that different gear. You know, when you look at his 40, you're like, oh no, he, he's definitely faster than that. His game speed was unreal. And having him and Johnny Knox, I mean, th those were an electric uh, pair over there. And uh, the, the one year in 20, 2011, we had a play where we had both uh, Devin Hester and, and uh, Johnny Knox out there on a punt return. If you guys remember, it got called back against Green Bay. Yeah, and right. Devin Hester acts like he was getting the ball mm -hmm. when they had punted it at Johnny Knox. So Devin Hester goes over there, you know, he gets all the attention, and then all of a sudden it goes to Johnny Knox. He yeah. just runs for a touchdown, yeah, cleaning to the house. But that's the impact that Devin Hester had. Yeah. Um, but, but, yeah, such a nice dude. And I think he should have been a first ballot Hall of Famer, but your boy Carm over here was hating and said, I don't I don't buy into that. Yo, Wu, you were the second guy, first out of Hogue is on you for hating on Justin. This one, I, Carm. This, no tough night. This, this one I, I, I want Hogue was playing. This one I 100 percent said. Continue okay, to say right. I'm and for the record, just I wanted I just let it register. <laughs> all right. I'm not saying he doesn't belong in the Hall of Fame. What I am saying is that he played special teams. So special teamers, first ballot, I'm not going there. The quarterback, the wide receiver, the running back, the linebacker, the defensive tackle, Woot. That level I mean, has more impact than the dude who brings back the punt and slash the kickoff return. I, he I, belongs. He's the best to do it. Right See, there. you just said that. Yeah. You said, like, no disrespect, but yeah. not first ballot because special teams. Yeah. He is the best to ever return kicks ever. in the game. Right. Ever. In the history of the game. Right. Ever. That's and, not which, deserving a first ballot. Which which is why he belongs in the Hall of Fame. But he but he played. So, it's like. But not yet. <laughs> you got to wait a little bit, that's Kevin. Right. That's, that's right, Pac. You got to wait. You no, know, I, you, they, literally had, they literally had to change the rules of the game for him. Because of yep. him, they had to change. Yeah, it. but that, that's when not, you do stuff like that. Who? When do you do that for a special team? They changed the rules for he, because he was dominating. No, they, they had to they, flip uh, it. No, no, you go to the Hall of Fame when they change rules for you. You go, no. you go in, man. Hold on. The first ballot. They Give me first ballot. They on that. changed the special teams rules because special teams are dangerous. They didn't change uh -uh. it because Devin was so good uh, at. They changed it for him. I'm telling you. That's my opinion on no, that. It was because of him. No, they, they, they did because they were saying that it's, it's too much of a head start on kickoff. Uh, that's why they moved it up. But, yeah, so I don't, I don't think there'll be anybody ever close to any of the records he said, even punt return-wise. I just I just think they don't utilize that enough. Like, he, that was his role, you know? Yo, you know who I want to hey, put, I, I put some respect on his name. I know that we're in the new era. Nobody even remembers who the hell Gail Sayers was. But that yeah, we dude, remember who Gail Sayers was. Gail, Gail Sayers yes. taking back a kick was pretty damn sweet. Yeah. Just, I, mean, I just want to put 40 Absolutely out there. Absolutely incredible. Yes. Yeah. So let, let's wait. Let's, speak, yeah. Somebody's speaking, disrespecting speaking. Gail Sayers? Come well, on, but, but, we, but we all say that Devin was the <laughs> we best. We said he's the greatest ever to do it. But, is, so, that, is that not true? But but it, it might be true, but it, 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 we, we don't, like, there's too much. It's like he's the greatest to do it, and we don't even, like, put Gail in the conversation. That's but, not what we're doing here, man. 
It's not uh, what we do. We're just saying Devin's what, the greatest. What do the numbers ever. say? Right? I, the number. You know what the numbers say? The numbers say that Cordero Patterson has a, has an argument on on, on freaking. On, he does. If you look, come down to touchdowns, like to kick returns. Cordero, hold on. We can pull it. I mean, I I, I do love me some Cordero, and yeah, I am Cordero's so awesome, sad man. that he is no longer yeah. in a Bears. Oh, he, he is. He's incredible. He's thriving. He's not even close to Hester, you know. Yeah, he's not. He's thriving where he is, man. He's amazing, dude. I, I, I should, I should have this. The next time you come in, I will have my Cordero Patterson numbers in order. Okay. I, I, it's too much for me to, okay, pull it all together right now. But real, they are very quick, comparable. Very. Okay. Speaking, speaking of Hall of Famers, right? Mm-hmm. I always, I was looking, I was looking at stats. I was looking at numbers, looking at film. Why, why isn't Sterling Sharp in the Hall of Fame? Dude, yes, right. Completely agree. You look completely at his, you look at his numbers. He was arguably one of one of the greatest wide receivers of of that generation, the early, uh, late eighties, early nineties. I mean, his stats. You know, uh, Gail Sayers, his career was cut short, right? Like, he's, I think he's played what eight years, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about yeah, that. He, yeah, he before the injuries cut it short. Yes. Yeah. So no, my was, thing is like, if you if you had a catastrophic injury and you weren't able to play, you know, you had seven at least you know seven years, and you were at the top of your position. Right. You should definitely mm-hmm. get in, you know? I feel like it's, it's you know, uh, what Shannon said that at his uh, induction, too. Hey, this one's for you, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. The, the, it, it's the, a shame sometimes. Every, so, some things are, you know, it's just crazy how some people get in and some don't, right? Like T.O. Yeah. not getting in on the first ballot, that's that's ridiculous. That yeah. is ridiculous. Mm. You know, the for t- off-the-field stuff? Come on. To the like, T... The, the he, t- 100% Teal was personal and, and moronic and absolutely one of the top three receiver all time. Are you kidding me? That, that yeah. was absurd. By the way, my brother's in the comments backing up Gale because that was his childhood hero, and that's, <laughs> that's where I learned my, my, my Gale love, so God bless him. But then, and then Billy's in there saying that no one will top Devin. Gale Sayers was running against dudes smoking wait, wait, cigarettes on the sideline. We ain't going to disrespect Gale Sayers out yeah, here, We are bro. not going to disrespect Gale Sayers, Billy. We right. definitely ain't about to do that. Just like MJ played <laughs> against plumbers and yeah, uh, right, you know, right, yeah. bus drivers. <laughs> Six touchdowns, man. Look, please. Just because just Mike Dunleavy looked like a plumber in the uh, star. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You know what right. Hey, he had a burner though. He had a burner on him though. Yeah, he did. Six touchdowns. He had to do four of them on the ground and two of them yeah. returned. And six touchdowns. I don't care when you play, dude. That's special. And KCL, you're making my point, by the way. Karma's stupid as Hester played defense and offense before he became the greatest game-changing return man ever. He respectfully was not all that great on defense, offense. First of all, I don't think he played defense. I don't remember. I, I think not. this rubs Karma the wrong way that, that it was like a failed defense and offensive. Uh, yeah, because he came yeah. in as a corner, I think. That's, right? that's, really, that's yeah. really what rubs him well, the wrong come way. Well, he didn't in the league. He, whatever. He played in college. I got it. Yes. But so, Yeah. Yeah, the fact that he wasn't a dominant or even cl- or even a good wide receiver, d- hmm. it, there is a slight knock in Carm's f- first ballot. Still a Hall of Famer. <laughs> but, but again, is it Devin's fault that the Bears have been incompetent at drafting or acquiring a cor- talented skill position offensive players and tried to turn Devin into an offensive weapon once he, they discovered oh, how oh, much of a special teams weapon he oh, was. Hold on. Now, they had some – I mean, Brandon was big time for, for a minute there. Okay, he yeah. Was. So, what? Yeah. So, they had that one year where they had Brandon and Alshon. <laughs> and Alshon. In 100-plus yeah. years of Bears <laughs> football. But he was there then. I that mean, one Marshall and Alshon <laughs> year was real special. <laughs> Shout out Jeff Graham, Curtis Conway. Yeah. Carm, we got to get you a Hester jersey. Some, uh, some, somebody I, in the comments, uh, you know, <laughs> find it, find it at where you where you had that Khalil Mack deal. We need to find that fifteen dollars special, the Devin yeah, Hester. Jersey. I, I, I listen. I, 
I'm down. I've I've interviewed Devin. I like Devin. Yeah. I would and and Devin would hate me for this. I get it because he is extremely pissed that he's not in. He's getting in. He's getting I, in. And I will celebrate the shit out of him getting in. Not as much as as the diehards. Like so, there's there there are. I get it. There's a lot of Bears fans who Devin is your favorite player of all time. I don't know if you're. That's I, true. There, there's dudes out That's there. That, I mean, I hear it all the time. That's Steve, true. That's true. I think. Nah, dude, Shane McClellan. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> no, I like Shay. I like Shay, man. He's, he's a good dude, man. Yeah, well, I, I, just, I just think, I just think, honestly, like they drafted him out of position. He he was more of an outside linebacker, you yeah. know. And uh, and I, I think, I think they did him a disservice trying to make him play a four three. He just, he just didn't have the build for it, you know. I mean, mm -hmm. he was standing around two hundred and forty five, two hundred fifty pounds, like you know, he's. Didn't have didn't have the frame to play a true defensive end in my opinion. So it's kind of like uh, Leonard Floyd. Mm. But Leonard Floyd, look at him now. I mean, yeah, dude. that's what I mean. Yeah, I mean yeah, Shay, he, he, Shay won a title, flourishing like, yeah. with the Rams. Yeah, you know. Did you see exactly. that coming, Woot? Since you brought that up, Le Leonard Floyd. Yeah, yeah. I, I I knew. I said as soon as he leaves, he's gonna ball out. I knew it. I knew it because mm. I just I didn't feel like he fit in this system. Right. You know, I just right. it just wasn't for him. He likes now he can stand up, you know, and, and I feel like some guys, it's really an art coming out of a three point stance or four point stance. And a lot mm -hmm. of people can't get the difference and they, they feel differently on their steps because usually the guys that rush off the edge that stand up, they have their their opposite foot up. Right. Mm -hmm. Just just to get out get that push. And some people can't translate that to the three point stance. So I knew I said, you know, they had a couple formations when he was for the Bears that he was standing up and he just seemed so comfortable. I was like. Watch when he goes over there, he's gonna ball out, you know, because mm -hmm. it's, it's it's a different different feel, you know. Mm -hmm. You're going off some of your moves off a different step than you would in a three point step. That's true. Hey, we'll we'll let you get out, and we appreciate it. But I do want to let you know before you go that Miss just co connected on a bomb with George Pickens, who Bears fans are paying attention to since he was a second round pick, fifty two overall. <laughs> I was I was hoping they did. I was hoping they did to, to give, uh, you know. Justin Fields another target. That's 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 been kind of the area that we've been slacking, right? Mm -hmm. Allen Robinson not here. You know, all the attention is going to Darnell Mooney. So we got to figure something out. You know, Cole Komet needs to get going because yeah. St. Brown, in my opinion, he's a, he's a a three, maybe a four for most teams. No, and no disrespect to him by any means. Um, but hey, well, yeah, you we, could we probably need catch a ball better than uh, Cole Komet could on on Sunday. Man, scholarship offers coming out of high school as the tight end, man. Put Come a pair on, of those receiver gloves on and get your butt zone. out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I got the hands. So, you know, I, if, if they need me, you know, they need me as blocking and in the red zone, man, I could definitely. If they need you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Polls had a great draft. I think we would all agree there. We got, I mean, a lot of contributions going on. Mm. However, if George Pickens turns into a player and, and Kyler doesn't get himself straightened out, that will be a stain. It's a stain, mm -hmm. 100%. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I, I, I think we all still believe in Kyler, and, I, and sure. they're making him drink absolutely. through mm -hmm. They're making him drink through a fire early. hose. Early, right? is, yeah. is he the first rook to be absolutely abused by Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> right. No. no. Right. Absolutely right. not. Definitely yeah. not. It, yeah. He will learn and, and he will Rogers grow. Makes, makes a lot of people look pretty bad. Yes. <laughs> so, Veterans yeah. include. Yes. <laughs> Tons, yeah. man. Exactly. Hey, exactly. hey Woo, we'll see. I can't wait to see you in studio whenever the hell that is. And we appreciate you being on tonight, hey, my friend. Woo. You're a true American hero, Corey Wooden. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Appreciate, appreciate you, Woo. Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, salute right, that, man. man for real, dude. All right. So. It's Corey Wooden, man. <laughs> uh, that man. So, That's awesome. 
I, I didn't know until I came over to CHGO. I don't know if you if uh, how much. Like, how like well personally, you, personally, no. Uh, I yeah. only knew him as the man who ended Favre's career. <laughs> yes, that's it. That's Woot, it. Woot is a is a first class dude. Yeah, man. He he really just is a. It's awesome to have him here. Yeah. Uh, so sh- sh- love you. We we'll appreciate you being on. Yes, All right. Uh, we're almost out of time. Not really, but I guess when the show ends. But so a couple things here. <laughs> we, we can is talk there, about a, is there a back bookend on this car? Yeah, yeah. So a couple things. Number one, reminder, come on out to the tailgate yeah. on Sunday, 8 a.m. to noon. We look forward to seeing you at the corner of Michigan and Russell. Tickets are 34 bucks, $34. Let that sink in for a second. Awesome. All you for, can eat, all you can drink. Yeah. A beer in the South Loop is about thirty-four bucks these days. <laughs> so we're, we're we're giving you a it's it's a great deal. We're give, basically giving it away because we want to meet you. Yeah. So so come on out and um, you can find the link to buy the tickets on our website, allchgo.com. Mm-hmm. Secondly, I talked to Justin Jones uh, in the locker room yesterday, and uh, we somehow it was like a five-minute conversation, and mm. we got to food. So this is what Justin okay. wants at his tailgate. I, I want you guys to break down if you think he's in. And we start here with, I, I was asking him about the, def, the, the D-line mm-hmm. and how these dudes need to come together. And you've got some different personalities. Robert Quinn is straight chilling. Justin's a little more on the edge of his seat. A little fire. You've got, mm-hmm. you've got some youth. So how do you bring all that together? So th- this was Justin's about 90 seconds. It's kind of an interesting group. Yeah, man. You know, everybody's everybody's all walks of life on the D line, but it's, it's a couple of things everybody got in common. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got a good family. Yeah. Everybody love a game of football, and everybody love winning. You know what I'm saying? That's all you really need, right there. Yeah. You feel me? So, yeah. like, regardless, you know, if guys, some guys like some guys like steak, some guys don't eat red meat, some guys like freaking chicken, some guys like fish, some guys like if vegan, some guys eat McDonald's every day of the week. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just everybody's different, but. It's, it's, it's a couple things that we all agree on. We all on the same plane on, and that's what brings us together. You know what I'm saying? That's the beautiful thing about football. It brings everybody together. So we're having a, a tailgate this Sunday for the, the, the old CHGO where I work. Mm-hmm. What's the one thing you would want in that tailgate? What, if you're talking about food. What, what needs to be there for you? Oh, man. Baked beans with the, with the, with the ground beef. and, the, and, the, and the <laughs> <laughs> Baked beans with the ground beef. A little, little, little bit of pork bacon in there. I don't eat pork like that, but you know what I'm saying? But maybe some people are putting pork in their thing. Little collard greens, man. Some, uh, some cheeseburgers. Uh, beef ribs. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Grilled chicken. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shrimp kebabs. <laughs> everything. Let's have Every, Everything, man. Everything. Yeah. Bring, bring everything to the cookout. That's what it's for. I applaud I mean, this. That man knows how to tailgate. I applaud this. I applaud this. Right? Yes. I mean, that's that's our interior defensive lineman right there. Yes. That's like, hey, I have no issue with anything he said. Baked beans and ground beef were the first two (laughs) things out of his mouth. I love that. Right. Is is that in the same dish? How does that work together? Well, (laughs) you can't go wrong mixing some ground beef with some baked beans. Oh, them shrimp kebabs are fire. Mm. Okay, fire. Do I really Woo. look, like, by the way, uh, Casey, you're in my head. You're in my head right now. Do I really look like I'm falling asleep over here? Because no. I, I haven't noticed, no. I mean, I was, I was relaxing. No, so he's chilling, man. I, I was, yeah. This yeah. how, how you relax. Casey's the same person from earlier in the comments who was trying to argue about the whole cornhole bags thing, saying, well, what about ESPN calling it cornhole and Jay Cutler <laughs> playing cornhole for ESPN? You if your arguments are ESPN is right and Jay Cutler is right, you're arguing wrong. 
We still appreciate Move you, along. Casey. But yeah, we definitely appreciate you, Casey. Thank, thank you, buddy. Uh, I'm glad to have Carms back. Yeah, I, I appreciate you, Pat, <laughs> pointing out how misguided that poor soul is in yeah, the comments. Just, just coming at. Just, do you know what I do like? What, what, what he yeah. had to say? The acceptance of everybody eating yeah. differently. I knew you'd love that. It was like, hey, it doesn't matter what you eat. Come hang out. Come kick it. The acceptance of it all, Matthew Peck. Hey, I am accepting of a pretty much everything in the world. <laughs> really? Whoa. In the <laughs> world. Whoa. Except for Whoa. people who don't know how to Whoa. eat properly. You started that off <laughs> so wrong. Like, like, just, you can't come in with some bull. Like, you can't start it with that. Will you go in there? What did I say that what? was inaccurate? Except of every, come on, dude. We just had a whole conversation about bags. <laughs> you know, you're like, I'm accepting everything in the world. It's he, what he, I do. He, he's saying, I believe, that he accepts everything that matters. Correct. That, right. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Everything matters to him. That's why he hates how he does. Because it all matters. It all means something to him. <laughs> As Joey, he's been on the receiving end of several of these. You know, words matter to Matt a lot. I would love you know? to know Joey's true opinion about people who are vegans. I just, I'm just curious. Joey, your true opinion of people who are vegan. <clears throat> My true opinion <laughs> of people who are vegan. Be careful. Is that they should be careful not to get roped into a scheme where somebody is promising their mother immortality. Good call. <laughs> is that is that Bad correct? Vegan, the documentary. Well done. Some scary shit. Well done. Is that correct? Would I also, ever? Don't get in a fight with a parking lot or in a parking lot yeah, with a guy who's the COO of an impossible meat company. <laughs> bites your face because he will be so hungry for meat I... that he'll literally bite your face <laughs> off. I will never become a vegan, but I don't discriminate. I, when Big Dave brought the egg holic sandwich, like mm. I'm pretty sure it was a vegan sandwich. I just went by, like it was good. Delicious. I'll eat the impossible. Not even vegan, I'll yes. eat the impossible sandwich from Starbucks. Like I'll do it. I'm not. Pack won't even consider. It. So <laughs> I'm probably somewhere. In, I'm probably somewhere in the middle of both of you guys. Matt, I actually have a question, and I'm happy you brought this up. Okay. So I was on Uber Eats the other day, mm. and it was raining here, and I saw this place. Can't believe it's not meat. Yes. Oh, yeah. And I was, I was thinking, like, what if me, Dave, and Will went out for a lunch and we're like, oh, bring you something back. And we, like, went to McDonald's, wrapped it in a separate <laughs> I wrapper. know what you're about to ask me, and yes, I would be able to tell the difference. He would be able to <laughs> That's tell. That's insulting. I, I knew he, he would, would be able to tell the difference. My <laughs> question was more of what would your reaction be after the first bite when you realized we had duped you into eating an impossible Whichever burger. one of you physically handed it to me, I would spit that first bite back in your face. <laughs> That is a right, so low-down, cold, dirty, horrible thing to do to I someone. Agree. We actually. would never actually do that. We would never no, do would that never, because, never because do that, that would be so cruel. Like, I, yeah. I would never feed Big Dave meat, on yeah. no, I which would also be messed up. Thank you very but much. I, just, I was just wondering, hypothetically, what your reaction would be. And that's, <laughs> that's back in your not face. good. That's pretty <laughs> much what I expected. Yeah, meaning you spit back in your face. But, that's true. I love that he was very loving and accepting of all, you know, yeah. it, was, it was a good answer. Yeah. For a guy in, in, actually in a locker room when asked the question, it was a great locker room answer. Yeah. <laughs> but all of the first things he rattled off, meat. Yeah, he loves it. And there's nothing wrong with that. Enjoy it. It's delicious. Because he's a big, strong, growing boy. <laughs> just like me. He's got that like you. 
Shout out to I'm looking forward here. Come oh, on, man. you are going to pop up. I, I like the, I, you guys are kind of like a married couple. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> Spent a lot of time Dude, together. We got, got a lot of things. <laughs> we're we're Farley and Sandler from that SNL sketch yeah, where they're like all married couple, and and Dave is Farley, who's like all like warm and bubbly, enthusiastic. And I'm Sandler over Kill here saying, now. give me cancer now, God. <laughs> I can't Yo. find this place, and I don't know why it's not popping up, but there is a great restaurant in Uptown Peck that makes an amazing vegan grilled cheese that you would not know is vegan, uh, and it's delicious. Wait, I thought vegans weren't allowed to eat cheese. There's, there's vegan cheese. It's vegan That's che- not cheese. Yeah, it's vegan cheese. No. That's the thing. Did, the it, thing. did it not come from a cow <laughs> or a goat? <laughs> but no. Don't call it cheese. Yeah, what Just do you like want? You don't call it a burger. We're we're in an uncomfortable land here because now what are they supposed to call it? What could I don't know a a shitty tasting bad sandwich made of <laughs> not but, food. I my, hey, however to, you to want your, to your to your point, Peck. I will okay. tell you that my nutritionist. Uh-huh. Which I had for you know who I paid for four weeks and That's regret that I regret <laughs> you got sick of that <laughs> nutritionist regret, advice and right. fired them. <laughs> I regret that I did it. Dude, fr- no meatloaf. This, 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 this is a friend of mine who straight ripped me off. But uh, and and uh, yeah, I won't I won't go any further. Okay, I don't we don't need to out him. Gotcha. But his big thing was eat nothing that has a label, no labels. So egg, avocado, fruit, mm-hmm. vegetable, mm-hmm. and then meat. Grass-fed, no corn, chicken, all that stuff. But actual, real, uh, that was his take. So just to your point, for all you health nuts out there, there's one angle. That's just one angle. Hey, my vegan peeps out there, you think that's the way to do your life? You do do that. And by the the way. It's room for everybody, man. Sad life. Come kick it. It's room for everybody. To each his own. I'm not here to to judge that. But okay. He's accepting I, of everything I, I do. <laughs> in the world. I, I, I do. We're, I'm Switzerland here. <laughs> so on our way out tonight, I want to say thank you to our friends at FOCO. You've got the best coverage for your favorite team, so you do want to have the best gear. FOCO's got you covered. Soldier Field to the front room, north, south side, hoodies, slippers, signs, bobbleheads, everything in between. Decked out is how you should be living your life with the apparel leader in sports merch and collectibles. FOCO is F-O-C-O. Looking for that perfect gift for the football fan, hoop fan, both fan, Switzerland, vegan, meat. They've got your hoodies. that all, by the way, yeah, the breeze that's going to be coming off Lake Michigan Woo! fairly soon, which yes. I actually felt a drop for today, but we're still we're still hanging out. Check out foco.com. Click the link in the description below for all non-presale items. Use that promo code, you know it, C-H-G-O, for 10% off. Yay. Gentlemen, I think we've done it. I had a ton of fun with you all tonight. Samesies. That was awesome. Yeah. Big Dave you? Peck, just living the dream. <laughs> Woot, Hogue, everybody mm-hmm. in the chat. Charlie Ruby, seen you a ton. Casey, back at you. Torian, you are. Torian, you might be the MVP, dude. I'm going to be honest. First you one are, in, last one out. You, he was first one in, last consistent. one out. Renewable, Real rechargeable. MVP. You just had a. St- that's hysterical, by the way. Careful with the post shower work. Yeah, I, <laughs> renewable. I, I, w- I was nervous even watching that for the 10th time that I missed something. So you're right about that. We don't, we don't need any adult entertainment uh, courtesy of my phone on this show. <laughs> Everybody else does it. I'm, I'm fine. But <laughs> I don't want to be the one doing it.
<laughs> so nothing but points bet on this phone. That's baby. right, baby. Yeah. Promo code CHGO. Yeah. And you want to give a since uh, we're not going to be doing pregame, whatever you want to give a Bears score this weekend before we go. Uh, Bears twenty four ten. Twenty four ten Bear two yeah. touchdown win. Yeah. Okay. Peck, don't be afraid. Bears seventeen, Texans sixteen. Oh. One point, okay. inch it out prediction. I'm afraid they're going to lose. Uh, <laughs> that, that Texans defense actually looks pretty good they, through their first two do. games. They got love. They, they do. Defense going to be nice. Joey, appreciate you producing, brother. Awesome, Joey, awesome appreciate job you, as Carl. always. And uh, to the head of content out there, Kevin Kadick, Jake Flanagan for the Bears After Dark idea. Appreciate you guys. Hope we did you proud. We had a ton of fun. Yes. Thanks for watching. Hit we that will... like button. Hit that like button. Yeah, yeah like, like button. Like it up. up. Like it up. Hit that subscribe. Like so up. Mitchell believes that you believe in him. We will, I don't know, have a great night. <laughs> <laughs>